It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We are a company that provides life-changing nutrition information. And today's topic is very timely. It's January. It's cold. We're in the heart of our annual flu season, which the Centers for Disease Control say usually lasts from about November through March. And so today we're going to be talking about ways to boost your kids' immune systems. And as you've all probably heard, this year's flu season has been reported as one of the worst that the country has seen in 10 years. Um, And I just wanted to give a little example here um, because my sister-in-law shared this letter with me. Um, My nieces, well, the principal sent this out to all the parents. My nieces are in elementary school. And it's it's just interesting because I don't have elementary school children, but the letter says a student in your child's classroom has a confirmed case of influenza, which is not to be confused with the stomach flu. Uh-huh. So the symptoms that people are experiencing with this influenza this year is are fever, cough, sore throat, headache, fatigue, nasal congestion, and body aches. Um, so, I mean... Schools are sending out these letters and asking people to keep, keep their, their kids, kids at home, at home. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think is really, really important advice. Um, but anyway, I'm Kara Carper. I should introduce myself, a licensed nutritionist and nutrition educator. And today you heard another voice here. I'm mm-hmm. in the studio with Kate Crosby, who is also a nutritionist and nutrition educator. And Kate sees clients at our Lakeville and North Oaks offices. And she does corporate presentations and teaches a lot of our classes. So welcome, Kate. How are you, Cara? It's good to Great. be here with you. You too. I understand. I heard big news that you're getting back to individual nutritional counseling soon. I yes? am. Yep, actually, this week. So uh-huh. I will be, well, I'll be at the Wyzetta office okay. on Thursdays and some Saturdays. Um, uh-huh. I had sort of an extended maternity leave, and I was mostly just doing teaching. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited to start meeting with clients again. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but Kate, I know that you are really good about keeping up on news and reading the paper. And what advice have you seen given out this year as far as what are what are they saying kids are supposed to do to keep from getting sick? Well, typically, the recommendations include things like washing your hands frequently, Cover your mouth when you're coughing or cough or sneeze into a sleeve so that it's not on your hands. Eat some more fruits and vegetables. Those are the the typical ones. And, you know, those are all obviously important reminders, but there is so much more that people can do for Mm -hmm. their children to protect their immune systems and things that really aren't common knowledge. So that's one reason I'm very excited about this show today, because I think parents are going to listen and then feel empowered like they have more control in preventing these bugs that are going around. Absolutely. So how about this information, for instance, that up to 80% of our immune systems are in our digestive tract? 80%. Okay, so say that again. (laughs) 80% of your immune system's in your gut? So someone who's been on antibiotics, which 
are, you know, important at various points to take, but antibiotics kill bacteria, is more likely to become sick because antibiotics create a poor intestinal environment. Or here's another factoid that we'll be talking about things like this today. Drinking soda and eating sugar both suppress the immune system for several hours. Ooh. Think about the common common American diet, and mm-hmm. maybe that's why we're so sick. So th- these are the examples of a, a couple examples of what we'll be talking about. And most people really aren't hearing this type of information, so mm-hmm. we think it's very important to, to make it hurt. And there is a lot of just fear this year about the current flu outbreak, mm-hmm. and rightly so, you know, mm-hmm. because there there's some severity of some of the cases and hospitalizations in certain cases. And kids are more vulnerable for mm-hmm. several reasons. One is, you know, most of them are in school or daycare environments. Yep. And so it's likely, or I'd say it's certain, that all children will be exposed during the flu season. So, mm-hmm. but... The odds of whether or not they're going to get sick depends on how well their immune cells are doing their job. So it's not inevitable that no, they're going to get sick. No, if you are exposed to it, it doesn't mean you get it. Mm-hmm. But why do certain people get it and others not? It's kind of the same reason that, you know, when you go to Mexico or you hear of people going to Mexico, you're all eating and drinking the same thing. Only certain people get sick. Mm-hmm. I have a perfect example of this when I... My husband and I went to Africa. He and I both took probiotics. Bifido, so you took the good bacteria. The good bacteria and acidophilus. Every day we took it. There were 20 of us in the group. Every single person got sick except for my husband wow. and I. And, you know, I have to say, I mean, that probably sounds surprising. It doesn't surprise me, though, because yeah. back to the 80% of immune system being in the, in the digestive tract. So... What does that mean, that immune system starts in the digestive tract? What does that mean to our listeners? Well, your digestive tract really has tons of bacteria, about three pounds of it. Most of it's considered good bacteria. It's normal, though, to have some bacteria in that mix. Some bad bacteria? Yeah, bad bacteria. mm -hmm. And it's not going to be a problem as long as the bad bacteria is kept at bay and the good bacteria is the most prevalent form in your gut. So this balance between good and bad bacteria starts when we're babies. You know, babies are born with a somewhat sterile digestive tract. Right. And when babies are breastfed, that's the first dose of this good bacteria, the the beneficial bifidobacteria that they're that they're receiving. So babies not breastfed um, are not getting as much bifidobacteria. So they're right from the beginning not going to be protected as well. And then also another thing that happens is babies and young children are more susceptible to things like ear infections. Mm -hmm. And then those are typically treated with antibiotics. Mm -hmm. So what do antibiotics do then, Well, antibiotics kill off bacteria, good, bad, and ugly. Antibiotics can't discriminate between good bacteria and Mm -hmm. bad bacteria. So when you take an antibiotic, you're killing good and bad bacteria in your Gut. And the good bacteria are what makes up most of our immune system. So if you don't have enough of it, kids are going to be more susceptible to getting sick. They're going to be very vulnerable, vulnerable to catching colds and flu and those repeated ear infections. You know, you often hear about kids with those multiple ear infections that are treated over and over and over with antibiotics. 
sometimes ending up in double ear infections. Mm -hmm. That sometimes can turn to strep or pneumonia. Then they get more antibiotics. Because that's how those are treated, right? Yeah, kills off more good bacteria. And you can see it's a vicious cycle. It is. And so, you know, my first recommendation to all parents listening, if, if you're concerned with your children's immune system, I think it's really important to give a probiotic supplement of this good, mm-hmm. especially the bifidobacteria, because that is the most prevalent for immune function. Absolutely. And it is really a must after anyone is taking antibiotics, child or adults. Mm-hmm. But even children who have not been on rounds and rounds of antibiotics can still strengthen their immune systems by taking a probiotic supplement. And and that's because, you know, other things uh, are killing these probiotics besides antibiotics. So stress can reduce the number of good bacteria in your intestinal tract. Sugar does. Sugar and processed foods starts feeding that bad bacteria, which crowds out the good bacteria. Other medications are going to kill off good bacteria. Anyone of any age can really take probiotics very safely. They're totally safe. They are. And I know it might, you know, sometimes it sounds scary, oh, giving your young child a a supplement or a vitamin. But since bifido, you know, just remember that bacteria is in breast milk. So it really does make sense that it would be safe. Um, and I started giving some to my daughter, who is now 17 months. I started giving it to her when she was just a few days old. And I still give her bifido on a regular basis, mm-hmm. especially with all the viruses going around lately. Absolutely. And you know those, um, you you read something in Digestive Wellness? Yes, we were talking about that great book before the show, Digestive Wellness by um, Elizabeth Lipsky. We actually don't carry the book, but, you know, people can get it at Amazon or bookstores. Mm-hmm. But I was reading in it, um, Dr. Lipsky states that up to 50% of antibiotics that are prescribed for patients um, are not necessarily not necessary because they have viral infections. So if you have a viral infection, an antibiotic isn't going to touch that. That's correct. Yeah, they're not effective for viruses, only bacterial infections. Mm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of kids are often unnecessarily put on antibiotics. Um, So it's they're they're killing off the good bacteria and antibiotics. People probably know can also cause yeast infections, digestive problems sometimes like diarrhea or constipation. Uh So just really make sure that your child truly needs antibiotics and can benefit from them before getting a prescription. Absolutely. So I wonder how many of our listeners heard us say that soda suppresses the immune system for several hours. I know. I wonder if that did kind of jar anyone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, so let's talk about that. How do your immune system, how how our immune systems work? A little bit about this soda Let's talk. And you know what? I'm just looking at the clock. And well, we let's talk do. about it when we come let's back. Let's talk about it when we come back because it is already time for us to take our first break here. And today we've been talking about the relationship between good digestive health and immune system. So um, something I didn't mention yet is that even acid blockers like Zantec or Prilosec can suppress immune system. So stay with us. We're going to talk more about this when we come back. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and if you have a question or comment for us today about children's immune health, please call the studio 651-641-1071. 
If you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, you want to sleep through the night, feel less achy, improve your digestion and your moods, look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes. You can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. Classes are taught at Nutritional Weight and Wellness offices and many other locations throughout the Twin Cities. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to find a class near you. I think it's right to call us a strictly talk radio station. It's not all talk. At least a third of it is laughter. My Talk 1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor. I'm here with Cara Carper, licensed nutritionist. Our topic today is how to boost your children's immune system. You know, before we took a break, Cara stated that acid blockers can supp- Maybe you didn't state this, but I'm going to tell you it right now. <laughs> Acid blockers can suppress immune function. You know, a lot of babies, toddlers, children are put on Zantax, Prilosec, and other similar medications. So what happens is that they block the production of something called hydrochloric acid. This acid normally kills most bacteria and fungi when it enters your stomach. That's I.E., This acid is our first line of defense. Mm -hmm. Without enough stomach acid, your bacteria and fungus, those bacteria and funguses can flourish, causing illnesses. So keep in mind that acid reflux and GERD are really usually nutritional issues that can be solved without medication. Sometimes a consultation is necessary to to determine the correct nutritional plan for, for your child. And we don't mean to just kind of skip over that because that can be a real problem for people, but that could be a whole show. Yes. (laughs) Acid reflux. Kate, we have several callers here. I'm just going to start taking them right now. Good morning. Is this Christy or Kristen? Yes, Christy. Hi, Christy. Do you have a question for us today? I do. I'm just wondering how much of the probiotic to give. I have one of your bottles of the, I think it says Bifidonate on it. Okay. and I have three daughters that are 10, 7, and 1, so I don't know how much to give each of them. Good question. Well, um, first of all, have they been on medications or antibiotics? Where, or No, the baby has been on antibiotics like two or three times in her whole year for ear infections, but um, nothing like consistently. Okay. But I'm just wondering for her immune system, like you were talking about, if I should just put them on the probiotic since I already have the bottle of it from yeah. before when she was having problems digesting her formula and she had acid reflux, I called and you said to use some of the probiotic and that helped amazingly, but now I'm just wondering if I should mm. keep using it for... I think so. I mean, I think it's great to use it proactively to, uh, for immune system. So I wish I could see the bottle because the, the bifidonate... I'm trying to think of the dosing. Um, 
that's a refrigerated powder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My first instinct is um, that you could do, like for your one-year-old, you could easily do a quarter teaspoon a couple times a day. Okay. And then for the seven and 10-year-old, I, I would think at least a half teaspoon one to two times a day. Okay. And so I guess however you can get that in, you know, sometimes they're willing to take it in water. Other times you can kind of disguise it a little bit more if if needed. Sometimes you can even take that powder and, and, uh, you know, take your pinky, put a little water on it, dip your pinky into the powder, and then have the baby suck it off your finger. She's a little old for that, but... You know, sure. That's yeah, a, that's, that's yeah, you know, do that, that a couple of times a that's day. That's a great recommendation or in a in a bottle or a sippy cup or mm-hmm. I'm not sure what she's doing with Yeah, she's but, kind of doing both right now. Mm-hmm. But I that's think a, that the probiotic would help her with digesting the whole milk too because she's having a lot of constipation issues with switching the whole milk. I do. I think that would help. Um another thing and this is kind of off topic, but since I mean I think it's important for everybody yes. to know this, goat milk too can be a little bit more easily digested than a cow milk. Okay. It's actually closer in its form to breast milk. Okay. Um, So you could, you know, try the probiotic with the cow milk. And if that doesn't seem to be helping, I would recommend switching to goat milk. I actually just bought some for my daughter at Cub Foods. Hmm. Okay. So. All right. Well, I will try that. Great questions. Thank you so much for calling, Christy. Yep. Thank you. Okay, Kate, we're... I'm going to take another call here. All right. Hi, Luann. Thanks for holding. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Thanks for taking my question. Um, I heard one of you mention early on that you had gone to Africa and taken Bufido and Acidophilus. And I'm just wondering, for traveling, what brand or form? I'm Mm. assuming it was Mm -hmm. unrefrigerated. It was unrefrigerated. Yeah. Um, I took two products, actually, that we sell. You can purchase them off of our uh, website under our supplement um, category. And one is called Bifido Balance. Does not need to be refrigerated. Tiny little capsules. Okay. Um, And the other was our, uh, uh, it's an acid, ultimate acidophilus. Is that what it's called, Mm -hmm. Cara? Um, For the period of time that I was in Africa, I felt like it was going to be potent enough not being refrigerated. Okay. And so I took that at bedtime while I took Bifido during the day. Okay. Separately. And the dosing is on the bottle? Yeah. Or I think you should be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, the, and then the, I, ha, I have worked with one of your nutritionists before, but the, the Bifido that I liked, it was a refrigerated powder, has been discontinued. What is the replacement for that? Do you know? We've got one now. Um yeah. And it's just called Bifido Powder, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it it's has by our... Nutriki now. Yes. I'm sorry. You talked over each other. Bifido, sorry. Bifido Powder and what? Bifido Power, Powder and the brand name is Nutriki. Nutriki. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Joanne. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Hi. Good morning, Joanne. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question today about a probiotic? I do. Thank you. Good morning. Um, I, my doctor told me when I told him I was taking probiotics... He indicated, well, what's the point? Because stomach acid will destroy most of it before it does or has any Mm. impact on the intestinal system. And he said, if you're going to take it, it has to be enteric coated. Can you talk about that for a moment? Boy, um, you know, I I think that is a theory for sure. 
I know personally my experience taking our bifido balance is that it works, and I don't think it's enterocoded. enterocoded. I was just wondering that. I, would, I don't believe that ours is, and I have great success. personal success yes. and with lots of clients. I think my, the research that I've done is that if you get a good quality probiotic that's been clinically tested, yes. um, something like our Nutriki or a Metagenics. Great, great products, then you're going to get the benefit. Now, what's very interesting is that your doctor told you that, and my doctor, when I went in, asked me, am I taking a probiotic? I should be. Mm. So (laughs) different doctors. Different information (laughs) being distributed by doctors. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your insight. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are we done with callers for right now? Yeah, let's get back into what we were talking about before the last break on soda. Well, soda soda slash sugar suppressing immune system for several hours. Yes, yes. So I think we'll just do a little immune function 101 here um, to just kind of describe what's going on inside the body. But it, it has to do with our white blood cells, which are the body's first line of defense against invading viruses or bacteria and actually found studies dating back to 1973 that showed white blood cell counts being suppressed after sugar consumption. Mm -hmm. So if the, if our first line of defense is being depleted, you know, people are going to be more susceptible to illness, especially with regular soda Mm -hmm. or sugar consumption. So that study from 1973 was published in the American journal of clinical nutrition. That's the one that Carr is referring to. And it showed that, Ingesting 100 grams of simple sugar lowered white blood cell activity by 50% for up to five hours, and it started lowering that immune system 10 minutes after eating the sugar. What was really interesting was the forms of sugar that they used in the research. One of them was orange juice. Mm, Orange juice. That is really still thought of as being such a great source of vitamin C, especially Mm -hmm. for kids when they're sick. Um, However, orange juice is a simple sugar, and 100 grams of sugar coming from orange juice is just like drinking 100 grams of sugar from soda. I know that might sound surprising. Uh Um, Just to give listeners an idea of how quickly or how easy it is to get up to 100 grams of sugar, that's actually less than two bottles of soda. Mm -hmm. So it's about one and a third of the 20-ounce bottles of soda is 100 grams of sugar. Wow. It, well, and back to that orange juice just for a second here. You know, it, it is true that vitamin C is really good for your immune system, and it's true that oranges contain vitamin C. However, oranges in their fruit form also contain fiber and live enzymes, vitamins and minerals. Those, those oranges haven't been processed, haven't been stripped of the many vitamins and minerals. So just think about this for a second. How many oranges can you really eat at once? One. I probably wouldn't eat more than one. (laughs) I I don't think I could do two, but some people probably could. It takes probably about four or five squeezed oranges to make that eight ounce glass of orange juice. That's just way too much sugar. And most people would not eat four or five oranges, but we don't think twice about having eight ounces of orange juice, right? Drink it up. Yeah. So, well, it is time for another break, and I just want to um, encourage the caller to please stay on the line. We'll get to your call as soon as we come back. But first, I do have an exciting announcement. It's about a position that recently opened at our Maple Grove office. 
And so our company, Nutritional Weight and Wellness, is looking for a licensed nutritionist or a licensed dietitian with life experience and someone that understands our company's philosophy. Uh, the candidate also needs to be able to work some afternoons, evenings, and Saturdays. So if you fit these qualifications and you're interested, please send your resume to Corey with a K, K-O-R-Y, at weightandwellness.com. And give us a call today about children's immune system, 651-641-1071. Welcome back. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Kate Crosby. I'm here with Car Carper. If you're looking for more ideas for kid lunches and you have access to Facebook, check out our Facebook page post from January 7th. There are some lunch ideas. They're all balanced with healthy protein, carbohydrate, and fat. There's also a great article that was posted on December 26th discussing sugar cravings in children and the connection between sugar and the immune system. The article is from the Weston A. Price Foundation website. And it's a wonderful article yeah. that Kate posted. The other Kate. The other Kate. <laughs> Many Kates here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take this patient caller that has been waiting. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Hi there, Tracy. Um, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm good. I had a three-part question um, all about probiotics. One is, what's the difference between the bifidal balance and the bifidal powder? Okay, um, really no Not difference. Much. It's just the form. form. Some people prefer capsules and are more likely to remember or more compliant with capsules um, versus like a refrigerated powder. It's, it's basically the same product. Okay. And then um, when, because you guys really promote the, the bifidal, when is it necessary to take acidophilus? I usually think of it as uh, for people who ha have heartburn or GERD, urinary okay. tract infections, vaginal mm, infections. Yeast infections, yep. Um, bladder infections. Bladder infections. Um, okay. And, yeah. Okay. And then there, so, there seems to be a lot of other strands of probiotics. Are those not necessary, or is that just extra insurance? I think, ahead, it's, I think it's fine to be taking other strains. It's just that um, the bifido does make up, I believe it's 70% 70 of the population. That's what you want it to be. Yeah. You really okay. want to be heavy into be. bifo. So bifido. When, when people are low, um, for whatever, all the reasons that we've talked about, they we know that they're low in, in bifido. So I think it's fine to get some of the others. Just make sure that the probiotic um, has a good... Yep. Good dose, colony-forming units of at least the bifido. Okay, great. You know, something Thank else so that, we've never, that we haven't mentioned about, especially the bifido, is that it really curbs cravings for bread and carbohydrates, mm. while at the same time it's helping you digest your food. Okay. Really good that questions, good. Tracy. Thank Thanks you. for asking those and for calling in. So, do we have another caller? Or are you gonna... No, we don't. I think okay. they, they must have dropped off. So we'll get back into sugar. sugar, sugar, sugar. We always get back to sugar, don't we? <laughs> yeah. um, so juice and soda, suppressing immune system. There are other simple sugars that are going to suppress immune system as well, though. Absolutely. Cookies, candy, ice cream, cake, 
All those sweet treats that kids are bombarded with from Halloween to New Year's and even longer. I, I mean, know. Valentine's Day is coming up. There's always something, Some. and I feel like it starts at Halloween, and then there's yes. Thanksgiving and pie and cookies for Christmas. And, you know, when you say that, it reminds me of the research that I was doing on influenza viruses, which are also just, you know, known as the seasonal flu, the ones that are prevalent in late fall and early winter. But think about it. The, these are the very months when stress is higher, sleep is usually lacking, kids are inside more, and they're more in contact with family and friends, and and sugar is everywhere. And so all of those are factors that can negatively affect our immune system. Great point. We're going to talk about this later, but sleep is also a very important um, aspect of boosting your immune system. But let's go back to some more um examples of sugar and sort of where are these hidden sugars that reduce white blood cell activity. One that I think of right off the bat is sort of breakfast foods that kids are eating, things like cold cereal and toast. Even if it's not a really sugary cereal like Fruit Loops, other cereals are really high in sugar. A cup of cereal with a cup of milk might convert into about 12 teaspoons of sugar. Wow. Just like that. And so, you know, parents that are listening might want to know, well, my, if my child's currently having cereal and milk, what would be a good replacement for mm-hmm. breakfast? Mm-hmm. Um, since we're saying we're basically saying juice, cereal and toast are all high sugar foods. So our longtime followers are guessing that we're going to recommend a breakfast <laughs> with protein and they're correct. But the most important calorie needed for any type of immune response is protein. Because, Kate, protein acts as the raw material for producing new immune cells. Absolutely. You know, it it can be tough. Kids can have strong food preferences or maybe they're a picky eater. So you've got to really try to find something your child is willing to try. Eggs prepared anyway are wonderful Mm -hmm. for a great breakfast. Some kids really like eggs with cheese cooked in butter. But you could, maybe eggs aren't the deal. Maybe it's nitrate-free sausages or bacon. That's another choice. Add some fruit. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Full-fat plain yogurt with fruit and nuts. That's another really quick breakfast. My latest thing that I've been doing is taking organic full-fat plain yogurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I usually do this the night before. I take frozen berries. So that's easy mm-hmm. right there, like raspberries the or bag. blueberries. Yep. Um, I put them on in a dish of the yogurt, and I just put it in a container and put it in the refrigerator. So by the next morning, the berries have thawed, and the natural juice from the berries, I stir into the yogurt for flavor. Perfect. So, it's, you know, it's not a high-sugar product, but it, it's fun. it tastes great for kids. And it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that kind of reminds me of our smoothie recipe that's on our website, weightandwellness.com. Kids love this. If your kids are dairy sensitive, you can make it um, dairy free by substituting unsweetened almond milk or unsweetened coconut milk in place of the yogurt. You know, the recipe calls for whey protein powder and a really high quality whey protein powder is the one that makes an excellent immune support food. There's actually studies on high quality whey powder being good for immune function. Tons of studies on that. And other foods that you may have guessed are going to be excellent immune support foods are, of course, fruits and vegetables and healthy (laughs) fats. 
So our recommendation, again, is start with the foods that your child is willing to eat. So if they're not big into fruits and veggies, maybe at first they'll just agree to carrots, bananas, maybe blueberries. But you really have to start somewhere. And, you know, taste buds do change. And definitely habits in children can change, too. And we've all heard that it can take 10 to 12 times of introducing a food before a child might willingly eat it. So that <laughs> yeah. that calls for a patient and a persistent parent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, kids really, really like healthy fat, so those are usually an easy way to sell vegetables. Combine the vegetables. Make them more appealing. Maybe put olives and cherries together on a toothpick. Kind of a fun way to mm-hmm. eat it. You could do celery sticks with cream cheese or celery sticks with almond butter Carrots and sliced cucumbers dipped in guacamole is another great way to increase their consumption of veggies. And the healthy fat, too. And all of those that you just mentioned, all those snack ideas, would be good replacements for things that a lot of kids are currently eating, like chips, crackers, goldfish, Mm -hmm. Cheerios, chicken nuggets, Lunchables, because all of those are processed carbohydrates. Um, And they're turning into a lot of sugar, which, again... Suppress suppress immune system. system. And a lot of those have trans fats. Oh, yeah. Well, just just a reminder the way to identify trans fats on a label is to look for the word hydrogenated oil or partially hydrogenated oil. If you see that, put it back on the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) We have, I'm just going to interrupt for a second and take this caller before we go to break. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question today? Yeah, I have, um, I take Omprazillin, and I'm trying to wean myself off. I, I love taking two, I'm down to one. Okay. Now, the bifidal um, bacteria, the acid, um, and then I also do a lot of fish oil. Does that have any problem with fish oil if I, if I get some of that bifidal? No, no, there would be no contraindication between the fish oil and the probiotic. A lot of people take both of those. Okay. All right. Good. Because the fish oil makes me go to the bathroom quite a bit. Is it a pretty good quality fish oil? Do you feel? Um, I do. Although I've tried, um, I tried a new one lately. Um, I'm taking the Spring Valley, um, and I've always. I mean, that's what I want. I want to have a ball moving at least twice a day. Or, and then I tried the new Mega Red by Sheaf. Oh, Gosh, I'm not. I think that's a krill. Oil. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with those brands. Um, I mean, I, I, I was thinking that you it was causing digestive problems, but it sounds like it's working well for you. So, yeah, it does. Um, as far as I think, you know. But I was just wondering if I should, you know, to get off this Omprazillin completely, if, um, and how much to take of the bifidol. Of the bifidol. Yeah. Um, do you did you say you already have some? Some no, bifido? I don't. I okay. Okay. Well, if you get it from us, I mean, we have a couple different kinds. You know, the previous caller talked about there's the capsule form. Um, if you were to get our bifido balance in capsule form, I would recommend three capsules per day. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, the powder is a little bit higher concentration. So I think you would be fine with a half of a teaspoon one to two times a day. And what do you take that with? You know, I just mix that in water. Um, oh, if okay. Some people think it doesn't taste great. I've never noticed a taste, but you no. c- 
Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you could put it in a smoothie or like. It would be best yeah. to put it in water. Yeah. You, water is preferred. You okay. know, the other thing that you're going to need, though, is uh, some acidophilus to increase the acid in your stomach so you actually do produce acid. So oh. at bedtime, you would prob- could probably take, uh, we sell a wonderful acidophilus powder, maybe a half a teaspoon of that in some water. Mm-hmm. Great suggestion, Kate. Okay, I'll come in and, and pick up a couple of those then. Good. Well, good luck. We hope you can get off that completely. I do, too. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All right, it's time for our last break, and I want to quickly share some classes that are starting this week. Our Weight and Wellness Signature Series has several location and times um, for you, and these classes are two hours in length, and it's a six-week series. It's life-changing nutrition information for people. So lots of different options in St. Paul on Monday the 21st, Maple Grove in Lakeville on Wednesday the 23rd, Fridley Thursday the 24th, Wyzetta on the 25th, North Oaks the 26th. And if you're listening and you are from the Duluth area, you are in luck because we're actually having a full weekend weight and wellness class in Duluth. It's Saturday and Sunday, February 2nd and 3rd. You can get all of this information on our website, weightandwellness.com. You can always call our office, 651-699-3438, and we will be right back. Want to bring the great information you hear each week on Dishing Up Nutrition to your workplace? Well, you can. Nutritional Weight and Wellness teaches classes at companies all over the Twin Cities. Whether your office is large or small, they have a class that's right for you. Choose a popular lunch and learn class, such as Foods for Great Energy, Stress Busting Foods, or the Food Mood Connection. Longer classes like Nutrition for Memory and Focus are perfect for wellness days. These fun and formative classes help you make good nutrition choices at work and at home. What happens? Happens when you and your coworkers eat healthier foods. Employees notice increased energy, focus, and stable moods. Employers notice less absenteeism, higher productivity, and improved management of chronic conditions. A healthy workplace leads to healthier, happier employees. Plus, it's easier to make good choices or lose weight with the support of coworkers. To bring nutrition classes to your office, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. We're back. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby. I'm here with Cara Carper. We're discussing ways to increase your child's immune system today. Now, special announcement. Be sure to tune in next weekend when Dishing Up Nutrition will be doing a live broadcast from the Anoka Hennepin County Community Wellness Day event on January 26th. The topic is the food mood connection. Dar, Anna, Cassie will be broadcasting from Roosevelt Middle School in Blaine. Their address is 650 Main Street Northeast in Blaine. Stop by for the show. Stay after because Dara is going to be teaching a couple classes. The Food Mood Connection from 930 to 1030 and Eating Fast Without Fast Food from 1130 to 1230. But more. Brenna, (laughs) Jean, they're going to be answering questions at our booth the entire morning. This information will be on our Facebook page also this week, if that was too Fun much information. Fun event. <laughs> yeah, we've given a lot of announcements today. Uh, and we have another caller here. Okay. Wonderful. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. I have a um, question about my 15-year-old daughter. Um, probably about 
two years ago, she had her, maybe a year and a half, she had her tonsils taken out. And prior to that, she had tonsillitis probably every month. So she was on a Z-Pack, I would say, one time per month before that. Mm-hmm. And lately, I would say in the last year, she's had multiple bouts of stomach flu, constant cold, mm. very run down, very tired. Poor thing. And just recently, um, she has been in the emergency room a couple times because of stomach pains. Mm-hmm. And the doctor says that her stomach is producing too much acid. So I guess I'm, I will get her a probiotic and I'll do that. But I'm wondering about the um, acid. The Dophilus powder, if that's even appropriate to give her or... Oh, yes, definitely. I, w- I mean, with all of her symptoms, I probably would just... Kate's nodding, too. Yes. I, would, I would do the, the bifido strain and the acidophilus as well, just to kind of cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Um, and I can encourage her to eat more protein in the morning and do that, too, and throughout her day. That'd be Is great. Is there anything else that you would have her do? Yes, and you know what? I wish we had another hour because we're not going to be able to cover everything. But um, in in just a second here, we're going to talk about some supplements. Um, I mean, okay. there's there's ways to get these nutrients from food. It's just very difficult, especially for kids. So things like vitamins A and D okay. are um, really important. Fish oil is wonderful, okay. and then also I know we're not going to have time to get into all this, but zinc and vitamin C. Okay. So, you know, a multivitamin will have some of all of those that I just mentioned, but usually not enough. So, you know, a multi is a great place to start, but with really compromised immune system, sometimes people need to be doing some of these things separately, at least for a while or at least to get through the flu season. Okay. So she's taking Prilosec for her stomach right now. Mm -hmm. So what does the acidophilus do? Because you were, I thought you just said that it produces more acid in your stomach what exactly does that do for her stomach well it's going to help her digest food for one thing and and you know a lot of times the the doctors think that the stomach is too acidic when in fact it really isn't acidic enough and some of the problems are either the kind of foods that she's eating or in her case it just sounds like she's really low in good probiotic um okay material it would probably okay. be smart to kind of try to wean her off that Prilosec if you could, mm-hmm. but that's a that's a slow process. Just take okay. it slowly. Okay. And that's you it. might find success with the things that we're recommending. And then, you know, the next step I would say would be try eliminating certain things. Like a lot of people have a gluten intolerance. Yeah, I was wondering that. And yeah. so, you know, if if all of these things aren't working, you could have her go without gluten for three weeks if she's okay. feeling better, that's usually a huge incentive for people to keep it up. Yeah. And okay. then, you know, you may need a consultation at some point down the road. We could give her a Fill whole in. meal plan mm-hmm. if, sure. if needed. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's not a picky eater, so I think, you know, any mm. kind of diet she'd be able to do. But Good. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yes. Good luck. Thanks for calling in. You bet. Well, boy, that covered... That was a great question. <laughs> yes. I feel like... We covered she a got, lot of information. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about one other supplement, kind of a general one? Well, you know, and I was just saying like vitamins A and D and fish oil. Well, there is one thing that contains all three of those. It's yes. Cod liver oil. Um, my mom was just telling me the other day that her mother, my grandmother, gave all of the kids cod liver oil every day. Absolutely. And so 
I think a lot of grandparents in pre-antibiotic days were giving their kids cod liver. They were very smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they do contain the omega-3 fatty acids that so many people are deficient in. And omega-3 fats are immune boosters because they increase the activity of white blood cells that are called macrophages. Um, those are the white blood cells that eat up foreign bacteria. Little Pac-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Cod liver oil also has lots of, or has has vitamin A and D. Not not tons, but a good amount of vitamin A. Um, both of those are needed for your for just basic immune system function. Vitamin A works on a lot of different levels to protect us, but one way is by producing more of those infection-fighting white blood cells. And it is it's difficult to get these uh, nutrients from food. Vitamin A is in fatty fish like salmon. Um, liver is actually a very high source mm-hmm. of vitamin A. That's why cod liver oil mm-hmm. is so rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like, we have a great cod liver oil that has um, 1,750 units of vitamin A in one teaspoon. You know, and that same cod liver oil we carry is great because it has a great amount of fish oil, about 1,000 milligrams. And it's got some vitamin D all in one one teaspoon. It has a lemon flavor, so it makes it taste better. And I bet par- parents are thinking to themselves, my child is never going to take cod liver oil. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that might be so. But, um, you know, you it doesn't hurt to try. And one thing that I love about that smoothie that you're yes. talking about is all the different things you can hide in there. And you can sneak. hide a ton. You can put cod liver oil and you can put that probiotic. Absolutely. And get all your kids those good nutrients and they won't even taste it. <laughs> exactly. You know, we haven't had time to talk about too much of this, but vitamin D is really, really important as well. Yep. You could even add that to a smoothie if you found it, in which we sell in the little liquid drops of vitamin D. And I think vitamin D, I mean, it's so important for so many conditions um, and certainly immune functions. Seventy mm-hmm. percent of kids in the U.S. are known to be vitamin D deficient. Um, okay. So I think it's just it's, it's probably important for everybody to be taking a supplement. Probably so. Um, there's a study that was done in the pediatric journal in August of 2012 about vitamin D in kids. And they divided them up into different groups, and they had, all these kids had extremely low levels of vitamin like D. Seven, really, seven. really low. That's we want to be barrel. at fifty. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the kids. So basically, after receiving three hundred units um, for three months, their levels went up to nineteen, and they were having half of the colds as the group that did not. Take the vitamin D. So there's the music. Okay, well, we didn't get it all in, but get your sleep in because that's really important, important too. too. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.